Good evening. Hope all of you are doing well. Uh, if you look in any of the Dafyomi calendars, you'll see that tonight is the your site of Rabbi Meir Shapira. Is that so? Uh, and unbelievable how uh, one person with one decision, with one idea, can completely morph the learning world 14 Shas cycles later. It's unbelievable. Uh, you never know the power of one idea. He wrote on his Neshama Shehavan Aliyah. We are starting uh, at the bottom of Beis and Beis. We're starting about 10 lines from the bottom, starting with the words Bishlamah. Um, and what we've been doing over the last uh, blot of, the, of this Masechta, the first blot of this Masechta, I should say, is discussing the fact that when we talk about kings, that the uh, time from which we measure a king based on the Mishnah is Aleph Nisan. And Rabbi Yochanan had given uh, two psukim one after the other that explained why it is that we felt that way. The problem is that one of the psukim speaks about um, uh, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim openly, and the other doesn't speak about it at all. So it says the Gemara, I understand one of the psukim, how you can say that we can learn from there that it's Aleph Nisan as the line in the sand for a king, because that Pasuk is speaking about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Elahai, but the other Pasuk that he used, Mimaydil Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. How do we know that when he when it references uh, the year, the 40th year, which is what the Pasuk references, how do we know that that's for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Dilma Maybe that was for something else, and therefore there's really nothing to compare. So it says the Gemara with a very important answer, and I would consider this a unique form of Gzeir Shava. Says the Gemara, Amar Rav Papa. Rav Papa says, Shnas Esrim, Shnas Esrim, Gzeir Shava. Just like we have in certain circumstances, as we'll see later, that when Tupsukim used the words in the 20th year, it means from uh, point X, so to over here. And Hachanami, Shnas Arbaim, Shnas Arbaim, Lagzera Shava. And the two psukim that Rav Yochanan quotes, that they both, that only one speaks about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, but the Gzera Shava implies that both of them are speaking about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Makan, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Afkan, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And that is answer number one. We're now going to question this answer of Rav Yochanan, but Rav Yochanan was just giving a source to the Mishnah. The Mishnah Daf Beis at, at the top line, I guess the top two lines, says that Rosh, uh, that the Rosh Hashanah of kings is Aleph Nisan. Rav Yochanan gave an answer of two psukim that uh, proved to us that way. They were both talking about, about Mitzrayim. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. I mean, I know what the Mishnah says, but four lines from the bottom. How do we know that the Pasuk that's speaking about the month of Av that is referring to the death of Aaron. We know that Aaron died in that month. How do we know that that took place first? Dilma Maybe the way that we're looking at the calendar is all wrong. Maybe we shouldn't be looking at the start of Nisan, maybe at the start of Tishrei. Maybe everything is entirely different. So it says the Gemara, that can't be, because we know that the Pasuk says, We know that when Sichon, um, when Sichon was uh, about to be killed, that when, uh, sorry, yeah, Sichon was still alive when Aaron died. As the Pasuk says, turning to the top of Gimel and Aleph, so this doesn't say uh, at all the word Sichon. We're going to see that these are the same people, uh, that Arad, is Sichon is Arad is Kenaan, they're all the same, but this Pasuk is referring to Mashmu Shama. What did the king of Kenaan hear? What did the king of Arad hear? Shama Shemes Aaron. He heard that Aaron died. And what happened when Aaron died? 
And that's what happened when Aaron died. He was the one who brought all of the peace, who brought the shalom. And then what did the Melech of Arad think? What did Sichon think? He said, hey, this is a great time. He held that this was a simon min This is one of the many reasons you should not assume that you know how to read simon min I asked my Rebbe about this. How do you know when something happens in your life that it's a simon min So he said that if there isn't anything that uh, is majorly conflicted by you assuming that this was a nice nigla, so then you're allowed to assume that it was a miracle of some kind. And it, it has to be very, very much in a vacuum. And even then, you're not going to be 100% sure because we don't get to see on the other side of the pargoat, on the other side of, of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's plan. But sometimes it's, it does seem pretty clear. Anyways, so uh, Sichon uh, thought that with Aaron's death, that he had permission, permission to fight with the Jews. The Hainu Dechsiv, and this is what the Pasuk means. We're going to read this Pasuk the normal way, and then Rabbi Abo is going to give it a spin. The nation saw that that, the word ki here is used in the form of that, that Aaron had died. Don't say that they saw that he died. Rather, they were seen because he died. The word ki has four different usages in Tanakh. Number one is e, which is if. Number two is dilma perhaps. Number three is Ella, uh, rather. And number four is Deha, which is because. So now when we look back at that Pasuk, seeing that the word is Viye Ra'u, so it's Viye Ra'u Kol Ha'eda. So he was able, Sichon was able to see the nation, um, Ki, because Gava Aro. Not that he had died, but because he had died. So he learned shot in the Pasuk different. So Sichon made an error, and therefore he assumed that he was supposed to fight with the Jews. Says the Gemara, we asked the question, just to reframe, we asked the question as to why it can't be that, uh, that the, story of, uh, the story of the death of Aaron took place at, before, um, before Sichon. We said it can't be. But then the Gemara says that you, you gave me an answer about the wrong person. Me dummy. Ha some Kanan. The Pasuk at the top of the page speaks about Kanan. Ha ha, our Pasuk that Rav Yochanan used on the bottom of Beis and Beis was talking about Sichon. So these are not the same people, says the Gemara. That's not correct. Tana, we have a Brisa. Who Sichon, who Arad, who Kanan. He is the same person with three different names. Why does he have three different references? He's called Sichon Shadom Siach Bamidbar, an animal, an animal that's born to a horse, Rashi says. Kanan Al Shem Malchuso. That was the name of the empire. Uma Shimo, his actual name was Arad Shimo. But Ika de Amre, that yes, they're all the same people, but no. Uh, the, the breakdown of what each of the names means is not exactly like you said. So here's how the Ika de Amre would say. We're 10, 12 lines down on Gimel Amr Aleph. Ika de Amre, Arad Shadoma La Arod Bamidbar, similar to an animal in the Midbar, uh, like a donkey. Kanan Al Shem So there, both approaches say that Kanan is the name of the empire, Umashimo, but his actual name was Sichon. So asked and answered. We tried to say, why is it that we uh, can't assume that the Pasukim are reversed? Uh, and, and and that doesn't work. Uh, the Gemara says it doesn't work because we know that Sichon was alive when Aaron died. Then the Gemara asks on Rav Yochanan, Rosh Hashanah Iyar. Why don't we say that the Rosh Hashanah for kings is Iyar? We know the conclusion. We just don't know why Rav Yochanan didn't analyze all the psukim. So the Gemara says, what about Iyar? Says the Gemara, Losal That can't be. Because the Pasuk writes, the Pasuk writes about a quarter of the way down by Hibachodesh Harishon. It's the first month, Nisan, Bishana Hashenis, Be'echad Lachodesh Hukam Hamishkan. In the first month, which is Nisan, in the second year, on the 
uh, on the first of the month, the Mishkan was, was established, was built. But the next Pasuk says, in that second year, in the second month. What's the second month? Nisan, Iyar. Oh, so then already we have our answer. But let's finish the Pasuk. It says the Gemara, you have two Pesukim. One refers to Nisan as year two, and one refers to Er as year two. Now, if Er were to have been a Rosh Chodesh, then it shouldn't have been that Er was year two. If, if Er was Rosh Hashanah, excuse me, then it would have been already another year. We understand that if Nisan is going to be called the second year, and still, even though it's now Er, we still call it the second year, Michlal, the Rosh Hashanah, because otherwise it would have said the Shana Shlishis. It would have had a different year reference, which did not happen, which therefore means we have a Pasuk that indicates to us that ER cannot be the Rosh Hashanah for Malachim. Rosh Hashanah Sivan. Maybe we should assume that the Rosh Hashanah for kings is Sivan. Uh, says the Gemara, Lo that can't be either. Because it's written in uh, it's written in Tanakh. Bachodesh Ashlishi. Let's say Bnei Yisrael Eretz Mitzrayim. It says Bachodesh Ashlishi in the third month. Nisan Iyar Sivan. When the Jews left Mitzrayim, Ve'im Isa. If you want to say that Sivan actually is the Rosh Hashanah for kings, it should have said Bachodesh Ashlishi with an additional words. Bashana Hashenis, changing the year, let's say, Vigomer Mibayle, that's what it should have said. By virtue of the fact that it didn't say that, we therefore know that Sivan is also not the Rosh Hashanah for kings. And then says the Gemara halfway down, okay, Rav Yochanan's getting pretty clever. He's got Psukim for everything, but he doesn't have Psukim for the next few possibilities. Ve'ema Tamuz, Ve'ema Ab, and Ve'ema Adar. I could have argued, based on your rationale, Rabbi Yochanan. I could have argued that any of these months could have fit, and you can't stop me from arguing that way. Just because you could make Tupsukim fit for Nisan doesn't mean that the other, the other months aren't possibilities. And therefore, we're now going to see a second answer to the question we started with yesterday. Yesterday, we asked the question, how do we know that Aleph Nisan is the breaking point for when we say that a king's rule began? So Rav Yochanan gave his answer, and the Gemara here presents answer number two, and then we're going to see a proof. Ela Amar Rabbi Elazar Mehacha. It starts with some, with another source to learn about Nisan. Um, he started to build in the second month, and then look at this word, another word, Basheni, random. Bishnas Arbalamalchuso. So let's translate this literally. He began to build in the second month, in the second, in the fourth year of his kingship which is very difficult. What is the word Basheni doing there? So it says the Gemara, my Sheni. Why does it have the extra word in the Pasuk of Sheni? And according to some of Forsham, the word Lav doesn't belong here. It's not the rhetorical of Lav, Sheni, L'yerach, Shemon, and Bo'malchuso. It's no. The answer is Sheni, L'yerach, Shemon, and Bo'malchuso. It's the second month of his reign. So it says the Gemara, that doesn't work. Maybe it means bays of the month, right? Just the dates, you know, whatever. Today's date is uh, whatever it is. It's bays of the month. Says the Gemara, in Cain, if that's the case, then the Torah should have been explicit and just called it the second day of the month. Why does it randomly say Basheni? It gives a number, but it doesn't give a measure of what the number is talking about. We don't know if it's days or months. We have no idea. So says the Gemara, therefore it can't be Sheni Bachodesh. Maybe we should say Basheni Bashabas. Maybe it's teaching us that it's on a Monday. That's amazing. You could, if you knew what day of the week it was with our calendar system, we could go back in time and figure out a lot if we were given the day of the week. Because that's, we know, for example, that uh, 
there are certain patterns, right? We know we have the, obviously the seven day pattern, but going back over all of history in the years, we could figure out what year we're talking about if we know what day of the days of Adar fell out, whatever the example is. So maybe we should say that when the Pasuk here says Shani, says the Gemara, first of all, you're not educated. We don't have any examples of the day of the week as mentioned in Tanakh as a frame of reference in time. So that's a, that's one problem. The Odin, furthermore, Makish Sheni Basra Lesheni Kama. We look at um, each of the words Sheni in the Pasuk and we equate them. Ma Sheni Kama Chodesh, Af Sheni Basra Chodesh. We're going to assume that it's talking about the month. And um, and therefore, we reject the question of Ravina. We accept the possibility of Rabbi Elazar as this is this being the source that Rabbi Yochanan, uh, that Rabbi Yochanan couldn't answer. So again, we, we asked the question yesterday, how do we know about Aleph Nisan? Rabbi Yochanan gave his answer, and now Rabbi Elazar gives his. Now, the Brisa that we're about to quote, quote is extremely unique. There's basically nothing in it but psukim. Basically, and what it is, is it's basically a synopsis of everything we've learned. T- take a look at this Bryce again, very unique and very uncommon. Tanya Kavase de Rav Yochanan. This was the answer we saw yesterday. How do we know that the halacha of Aleph Nisan as the Rosh Hashanah for Malachim, how do we know that that is the accurate date? So says the Gemara, uh, all based on Sukkim. Here's Pasuk number one. Mitzrayim. 480 years after the Jews left Egypt. Vigomer. The Uchsiv, Pasuk number two, Vayal Aaron Akoin al Horahar. Aaron goes up on the mountain, Al Piashem Vigomer, and he dies there. Uchsiv, Pasuk number three, Vahi Bar Baim, Shana Beashtea Sarchodesh. This is a reference to the Pasuk we saw yesterday, the end of the 11th month. And here's the fourth Pasuk, Uchsiv, Achareha Koso Sichon. And here's the fifth pasuk, that's the one we started with at the top of this page. And here's the sixth pasuk, here's the seventh, and here's the seventh, what are we up to, eight? Here's another one, unbelievable, Brisa. without having learned the Gemara that we learned, none of these psukim would have made any sense at all. But it's almost like a summative type of brisa, um, except for one thing. It predates all of our Gemara, because Rav Yochanan is the author of our Gemara, and brisas are Tanaim. So this brisa, uh, it's as though you know, and they probably did, it's as though you know all of Tanakh by heart and shot in all of Sukkim, because otherwise this random display, nowhere does it say that Aleph Nisan is the, the date for Rosh Hashanah from Lachim. So you have to know Tanakh by heart. This is the Mishnah Pirkei was Ben Chamisha Nikra that we're supposed to know Tanakh by heart. I don't, most of us probably don't, and it makes learning Gemara hard. And if one wants to have an easy time learning Gemara, they should memorize Tanakh and memorize Mishnayas, and then learning Gemara will be easy, relatively speaking, much, much easier. Because when you see it, very often we come across Mishnayas that none of us have ever seen before. We're like, what is going on here? But for the five-year-old who's learned all the Mishnayas, like, yeah, of course, it's a Mishnah Mikvos, obviously, you know, like by them, it's so simple. So we just learn backwards. And, and when, when we do learn this way, sometimes uh, it's kind of breaking teeth because we're learning out of order. All right, end of that sugyat. So we had asked and answered, uh, how do we know Aleph Nisan? Two answers, Rav Yochanan and Rav Elazar, and the Gemara seemed to conclude like Rav Yochanan because we brought a brisa like him. However, when our Mishnah says that the date of kings, uh, the Rosh Hashanah for kings is Aleph Nisan, that only applies to Jewish kings. Six lines from the bottom, five lines from the bottom, on Gemal Amad Aleph, Amar Rav Chizda, Lo Shanu Ela Lamalche Yisrael, Ava Lamalche Umo Sa'olam, Mi Tishrei Maninan.
different. When you're a Yid, you're a king, so then you then the dates change by Aleph Nisan, and then if you're a Jewish king, so and you're writing a star, now it's Aleph Nisan, the year changes from the day before on Chavtes of Adar. But if you're a, a king who's a Goy, so then no, then we wait till Tishrei for the threshold uh, of changing the years. And says the Gemara, how do we know that this is true? Four lines from the bottom, Shana'amar, we are going to see a lot of Psukim on the Ahmed Beis, and it starts right here, Shana'amar. Divrei Nechemia ben Chachalia, this is the Nechemia that we know and love. Vahibachodash Kislev, Shnas Esrim, Vigomer. It was in the 20th uh, year, in the month of Kislev. And Uchsiv, the Pasuk says, Vahibachodash Nisan, Shnas Esrim. Le'artachshasta, the Gomer, he was a Persian king. So we see we went from the month of Kislev into the month of Nisan, and the year didn't change. It was the same year 20 in both cases. So therefore, we see that by Artachshasta, that year 20 didn't change. That means that Nisan can't be the Rosh Hashanah for kings for a goy. If in year in, in Kislev of year 20, and we still call it your 20 in Nisan. That implies quite strongly the Rosh Hashanah love Nisan, that for kings, for non-Jewish kings, that it is not considered to be, it is not considered to be the Rosh Hashanah for kings on Aleph Nisan. So it says the Gemara, that's only good for one of the Shasta. That's great if you're going to tell me that one of the psukim is talking about Artach Shasta, then I know. However, Elahai, Mimayin de la Artach Shasta. How do we know that the other Pasuk is taught? You have to have apples to apples. Otherwise, the other Pasuk could be talking about a different king. And maybe by him, it was Taka, the 28th year of his reign. So says the Gemara, uh, to continue its question, Dilma, maybe the count of 20 years in the Pasuk that doesn't men- mention Artach Shasta is Leminyan Acharino, who maybe it's to count something else. Says the Gemara, no. Amara, Papa, and this is what we started with in the Drasha earlier today with the Gzeira Shava, or the kind of Gzeira Shava, Shnas Esrim, Shnas Esrim, Gzeira Shava, that because both Psukim reference the 20th year of rain, Mahasam Artach Shasta, Artach Shasta. Artach Shasta in Persian times was very similar to the word paro that we refer to in regards to Egyptian kings. And it, it is not a person's name. It is a reference to a role or to the kingship role, but it was not a person's name. We'll discuss this a little bit more soon. Says the Gemara in regards to the Psukim that we just used to try and prove uh, to try and prove that Aleph Nisan cannot be the Rosh Hashanah for kings, for non-Jewish kings, who says that the Kislev actually came before the other event, that, that one Pasa came before the other. Dilma said the Nisan Kadim, maybe the count was different. Maybe Nisan was the beginning of the year and we count the other direction. Says the Gemara, Los We are going to learn about 20 lines of Psukim right now. Says the Gemara, Los you shouldn't assume that, Titania, because we have a Brisa. That which Hanani said to Nechemia in the month of Kislev, that same comment, the same comments that Hanani said to Nechemia, Nechemia repeated later in the year, and therefore the Psukim are in the order in which we learn that. What was it that Hanani said to Nehemia in the month of Kislev? 
By he, Bachodesh Kislev, it was in the month of Kislev, Shnas Esrim in the 20th year. Earlier, we only saw this snippet of the Pasuk. Here's the rest and others. All of this took place around the time of Purim, just before the, the time of Purim, from the story that we know. He says, I was in Shushan Habira. And Hanani came to see me, one of my brothers. This is Nehemia talking. There were people who came from Yehuda that came from Eretz Yisrael. And I asked him about the remaining Jews that were not yet not in captivity. They remained from being captive. They were not captured. And I also asked about Yerushalayim. So Hanani responded, by Yom Ruli, all of his men, they said to me, the people who are remnants who did not get captured, Sham Medina, who are in Eretz Yisrael, things are terrible in the Medina. It's ragadola. It's a it's a cherpa. It's a disgrace. And the walls of Yerushalayim are miforetzes. They're broken, and their gates are on fire. And then that's what what Hanani told Nehemia. And then Amra Nehemia lemelach benisan. And later in that year, Nehemia repeated those same words to the king. What's the story there? Shneemar. Uh, the only background here you need to know that at that time Nehemia was the Sar Hamashkim to the Artach Shasta. He was the one who was who would make the wine and serve the wine and dilute the wine to the king. And here's what happened in that dialogue. It's a very important word there because we needed to know that the Psukim were in order. Because if the Psukim are in order, then we then know that Rav Chizda's halacha is correct, that the uh, the date of Rosh Hashanah for a king cannot be Aleph Nisan. What happened in Nisan? We're 10, 12, uh, we're about a third of the way down on Gimel Amid Beis. The Pasuk says that Amran Nechemi Lamelch Benisan Shnemar Vahiba Chodesh Nisan Shnas Esrim Artach Shasta Hamelech Yain Lefano. He was bringing wine before the king. And Nehemiah brought him the wine. In general, I would never show any emotions on my face. I would never show if things were bad. However, the king uh, was good at face reading. Why today do you have a sad countenance? I can tell you're not sick. It's got to be an emotional issue. So tell me what's going on. Why are you so sad? He was terrified. Doesn't this sound so mirrored around Esther's story? She had to go. Like it sounds very similar. So he was petrified to respond. But Omer, but Nehemiah built up the courage and he repeated what Hanani had told him a couple of months earlier. Tishrei Cheshvan, key slave, and Nisan is the sixth month. So this conversation happened three months after three months after his dialogue with Hanani. The Omer, first long line, give a little bit Omer Lamelech. You should live forever. Why wouldn't my face be sad? The place where my grand, where my ancestors are buried, it's been destroyed. It's being consumed by fire. What question are you asking me? Again, a lot of the mirroring to the story of Esther. We're familiar with that. This is a, a very similar story. So it says the Gemara, what does he respond with? Same language of Esther yet again. If this is good for you, please, Nehemiah says to the king, please send me to Yehuda, send me to the place of my ancestry. Let me go there and try to rebuild. 
We'll learn about this more tomorrow. The phrase of How long are you going to be going for? When are you going to come back? A little uh, PTO. What's going to be happening? How long are you out? Anyways, they worked out all the details. And he left. So that's how we know that the story of Rav Chizda is correct. Rav Chizda's understanding is that Nisan cannot be the Rosh Hashanah for Malachim who are non-Jews. And this story is the Raya Brura, because this Artach Shasta had a conversation with, um, with Nehemiah in the 20th year, in the sixth month, after a reference of Kislev in that same year. And if Rosh Hashanah of Malachim, who are not Jewish, would be an Aleph Nisan, then this Pasuk should have said the 21st year, and it doesn't. So therefore, it must be that Rosh Hashanah for Malachim, who are not Jewish, is not Aleph in the month of Nisan. And that's all of these Pesukim support the Shita of Rav Chizda. A last little bit for tonight. Says the Gemara, Masiv Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef says, Biyom Esrim, the Pasuk says that it was in the uh, in this uh, in the 24th of the month, uh, in the sixth month, which is El, Nisan Iyar Sivan Tamuz Ab El, Ladar Yavesh of Dar Yavesh was the king Uchsiv, and it says Bishvi in the next month, which was Tishrei. On the 21st day, if what you're saying is true, that it's Tishrei, then why isn't it? It should have changed the year because now we crossed into Tishrei. So if Rav Chizda, if what you're going to tell me is that the, the, the Rosh Hashanah for kings who are not Jewish is not Aleph Nisan, but rather Aleph Tishrei, then this Pasuk should have added a new year. It should have said, and here's where things get a little bit more nuanced. He was a goy, but he was a melech kosher. And because he was a melech kosher, they allowed his count to be from Aleph of Nisan, even though he wasn't Jewish. So Chizda's halacha in general applied, but it, there was an exception made for, Daryav, for, for Koresh because he was a good guy. So they said that his kingship should change like the Jewish kings. The fikach manu lo kemal Therefore, he changed his approach to to always um, be. Uh, he was always counted as a Jewish king. Maskif la Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef says, uh, you know what? Let's actually stop right here because it's a, a lengthier piece here. We're going to stop right here at Maskif, about ten lines from the bottom on Gimel on the base. Here's Hashem. We'll pick up tomorrow night. Is today Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Okay, one blot tomorrow night. We'll pick up right here. Wishing you all a beautiful night.